Blog Talk Radio. Reality Radio Entertainment presents Behind the Curtain with your host, Kathy Barrett. Barrett, and welcome to Behind the Curtain, a show about how we navigate down the not-so-yellow brick road of life. And life is something we shouldn't do alone, so spend the next 30 minutes with me as I reveal what's behind the curtain this week. What an amazing, gorgeous October fall day we have here in New York to kick off our Breast Cancer Awareness and Empowerment Series. As this month approached, I thought about all of the women I knew who had breast cancer, Some are survivors and some have passed on. It gave me pause to realize just how many friends fit into that category. And so I decided to dedicate the next three programs to profile courageous women who have taken on this health challenge with extraordinary courage and insightfulness. Our guests will be sharing their innermost feelings during the point of diagnosis through treatment and what life lessons they took away from their experiences. So if you're out there and just... Uh, recently diagnosed, there is an ocean of ribbons and a sea of hearts to comfort you. Before I bring on my fabulous guests, I want to send a virtual hug out to Mary, I'm sorry, to Barbara Veach. Uh, we are cheering you on from behind the curtain, and I send my prayers and my best wishes to you for quick, speedy healing. I am very excited to be in the company of these extraordinary ladies today. Marie Story has a BA in English Literature and Dance from the University of Washington. She came to New York City in 2000 to pursue a career in musical theater, but opportunity kind of presented itself in investment banking. Marie was diagnosed with stage 1 breast cancer in 07, and she's here to share her story today. Marie is on a new customized chemotherapy, which she combines with holistic energy work and other alternative practices. She's just returned from swimming with the wild dolphins, which stimulates endorphins and boosts the immune system, which is rumored to be healing to those struggling with illness on multiple levels, so I can't wait to hear about that. Kate Lupinitsky... Kate, I just screwed that up again, sorry, (laughs) is the Director of Sales for OXO, a consumer products company, and she's about to deliver her third child. In 2009, she began her own video production company, YogaForCancer.com, which was inspired by her experience of watching her mom, Priscilla Kenny, battle metastatic breast cancer for 22 years. She has donated thousands of copies of the DVD, Yoga for Breast Cancer, to cancer care centers and survivorship groups across the country. YogaForCancer.com is about to release a second DVD, which will be coming out in November, for cancer patients in active treatment that uh, that is both meditative, gentle, and healing. Ladies, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having me. I want let's start with Kate because Kate is going to be here for only part of the program. She's as you can hear from that intro, she is a very busy woman in demand. But I had the pleasure of running across um a copy of her DVD at a yoga studio in Chichester. And uh, Megan, the studio owner, uh, when I started to inquire about it, said, oh, take, you know, take the DVD. And, and I said, oh, that's so amazing. And, and, you know, I'll return it tomorrow. And she goes, no, 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 don't return it. Give it to someone you know. 
that has breast cancer. And so through that, I was able to contact uh, you and tell us, because I think this is just a fabulous, fabulous idea. And uh, so tell us how you first uh, were inspired to create this product. How did the whole thing come about? Well, it's, it's um, I guess it's sort of, it's fate. You just don't see it at the time. But um, my mother was diagnosed when, when I was in high school. My mother was diagnosed with um, metastatic breast cancer and had struggled, you know, on and off through treatments for 20-plus years. Um, and really at the point um, when I started thinking about the video, she had just had so many treatments that had taken such a toll on her body, um, years of radiation, years of chemotherapy, um, and I was looking for ways to kind of ease some of the physical pain um, that she was having, the joint pain, um, just the, the symptoms of being in such an extended treatment, but also the kind of mental fatigue that comes with fighting such a long battle. And uh, I had done, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of yoga and, you know, always found it really calming and soothing and very helpful for whatever it was that I was dealing with at that moment. And so I went online to find... Um, a video for um, women who had cancer, a yoga video, because you could find videos for everything. Um, you know, right. I did yoga through through pregnancy, and there was, you know, I just I had always seen yoga for pretty much anything, and I was um, really surprised when I read all the studies about how helpful yoga is for um, women who have cancer, especially breast cancer. Um, there had been some studies, very promising treatments done by major medical facilities like Duke University and. Uh, University of Texas, uh, MD Anderson, and they all had these really glowing and positive things to say about the increased quality of um, sleep and less anxiety and depression and less joint pain um, for women who had participated in yoga classes, but it struck me that there was nothing that was specifically tailored to women who had breast cancer um, so that they could have a video or an instructor who spoke to what their journey was. And, you know, if you're feeling tightness in your chest from a mastectomy scar, here is a great pose to kind of loosen and heal scar tissue. And, and um, just kind of the mental, both balancing the, the physical poses with the mental um, conversation with a friend who knows what you're going through and, and is talking through it with you. And also, my mom was in a very rural area of Pennsylvania. There, there were no yoga studios. So I, I really felt powerfully that it had to be an at-home practice, um, that anybody could do at any time whether you're supplementing um, a video, uh, supplementing being in a studio um, with some at-home practice, or you don't have a yoga studio near you, or you just weren't comfortable or weren't in a position to be out of the house. So it was just one of those ideas that um, I thought, gosh, you know, if there's nothing out there, there's surely a need for it. Um, I should, I should do one. Um, funny part being, I have absolutely no experience in, in video production. I have, um, I'm not a yoga instructor. I'm just kind of an avid fan. Um, no experience in marketing or donating or running a nonprofit. <laughs> um, but sometimes <laughs> and, you get an idea that you just that you, can't shake. <laughs> right, and I love that you just jumped into it. It's like you, you know, you were so driven. That passion was then feeling uh, of of having to do it. It it just was just it came through you. So Yeah, it was like I'd go to a yoga yeah. class and I'd be on the mat and I and I I couldn't, you know, you, you always have to try to turn your mind off um so that you can meditate and I it kept popping up, you know, as I'm laying in bed falling asleep. I kept thinking, well, you know, we could do this pose, we could do that pose and 
um, you know, I'd be in yoga class and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't shake the idea. And so it just became something I started to explore um, and just kind of felt my way through it because I just felt it was something that was so, um, so needed and would be so helpful for so many women. That's amazing. And now you have another one coming out. Can you tell us just a little bit about that? We do. So um, the video that we originally created um, was really for post, um, post-diagnosis um, for women who were dealing with the after effects, the cumulative effects of being out of treatment, but still having that mental burden, having, having physical scars. Um, and it's a, it was a little more active, um, you know, with, with standing positions that really utilize breath work, but holding positions for um, upwards of a minute. And one of the things that we realized is in donating the videos and in getting the feedback um, was that there were a lot of women that were really looking for a video immediately after treatment, during active um, radiation, during active chemotherapy, where maybe their energy level was low, uh, their scars were still fresh, or they were just in, in too raw a place to be doing standing and, and active poses. So we realized that there was a need um, for women to have a video that was very gentle, um, very restful, very soothing. Um, so we created a new video, um, kind of a sister video, I guess if you know it would be it would be the first video you would do um, called Healing Yoga for Cancer, and then you would move on to the more active video. But um, it's really a lot of seated poses. It's um, very gentle, not very active. A lot of talk, a lot of breath work, and then a beautiful 15-minute guided chakra meditation at the end oh, that just beautiful. leaves you feeling unbelievably um, restored and, and restful. And that'll yeah, be coming out in November. To, I'm sorry. Great. You have to kind of get reconnected with your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's really, really wonderful. Thank you so much, Kate, for coming on the show today. Everyone, you can go to www.yogaforcancer.com and check out these products. They're sensational. And I thank you so much for the beautiful work that you contribute to our world. Absolutely. Well, thank you for on. having I was going to say thank you for doing this uh, this wonderful show that, that um, kind of reaches out to a network of women who really need to hear um, compassionate voices today. Oh, great. Thank you, Kate, and I can't wait to try the video. Absolutely. I look forward to your <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone. Thanks okay, you. thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we're here. That was Kate, uh, and again, the website is www.yogaforcancer.com, all one word. We are here with the fabulous Marie Story, who is one of my favorite people in the world. And so, Marie, did you feel you just came back from swimming with the the, uh, wild dolphins? And so tell us what that experience was like for you. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I came back on Friday. I have to say I feel um, as though I've been really invigorated by the experience. Um, The goal, as you mentioned, was to swim with wild dolphins. I, um, I sought out you know, the specific expedition, which goes for five days and six nights out to the Bahamas. And there's no, you know, interaction with trained dolphins. It's just wild uh, dolphin interactions where we literally were staying on a 90-foot boat and we cruise around the Bahamas looking for dolphins. However, I never actually had the opportunity to get in the water with the dolphins. (laughs) But (laughs) because it's the end of the season, it was really windy, um, 
but it was beneficial in many, many other ways. So, oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah, um, and especially in um, just getting comfortable in the water. And yes, per- sure. You know, as you know, I'm I'm going through chemotherapy right now, and um, uh, I've been having issues with my lungs actually prior to the chemo because there had been inflamed tissue that creates um, um, a fluid in the lungs. And um, so between uh, June and now, you know, June is when I started my treatment, I was really in a, a rather precarious place in terms of my breathing. And between the chemo, I've I've just been getting progressively better and um, my doctor is encouraging me to go out and kind of push my lung capacity to get that muscle going again and to increase wow. the capacity, N- you know, not uh-huh. too much, but to right. push myself just enough to build that muscle again because it really is a muscle. So by getting in the water, I was actually pretty freaked out when I first got in because I had all this fear around, oh, my gosh, my breathing and um, am I going to be able to breathe through a snorkel? And I don't know oh, if I can sure. do this. And I, I, I kind of panicked. Um, wow. But then over the course of five days, the the captain of the boat was really great, and the crew, I just trusted them with my life. And they held, you know, the captain held my hand one day and just said, we were just going to get comfortable in the water and get you acclimated and just get your mind out of the way and focus on the calm and the beauty and I didn't. And by the end of the of the trip, I was swimming for an hour, and we, oh, you know, that's fantastic. Yeah, and so it really increased my lung capacity to the point yeah. where um, I could really feel it. You know, when you get a lot of oxygen into your cells, you feel that yeah. aliveness. You do, and the water is very, very healing. And I will just yeah. throw this out there for anyone who doesn't know. I mean, I'm I want to go swim with the wild dolphins now because I started, you know, looking into it. I mean, I've heard mm-hmm. about trips, but basically they scan you with their sonar, and yeah. many feel right like that the ultrasonic energy that yeah. you know they transmit kind of alters cells within uh, the nervous system of. Yeah. of you know, anyone that they're in contact with. So I don't know. It just really got perked my interest about it. So maybe we'll both go on a cruise. Yeah, maybe we could go on a double (laughs) date. Um, We'll go on a double date. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead. No, I was going to say they have, they use this echolocation, which is, um, you know, basically ultrasonic imaging, which we use in our medical, you know, uh, institutions. They can do ultrasound to they can tune into your body and fit and listen to your heart rate, figure out what's going on exactly in your body. But um I, I will go back and swim with dolphins again. But this is step one. Okay. Phase one. <laughs> step one. Phase one. You had to get the lungs in shape. So everything exactly. happens as it's supposed to to happen, right? Yeah. So let's talk about your situation because it really is yeah. the road less traveled. When you were first diagnosed, you decided to kind of take the alternative, an, an, an alternative path to healing yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about uh, that aspect. What kinds of um, alternative modalities did you use when you were first diagnosed with cancer? Absolutely. And I just want to preface this, Kathy, by saying that. Yeah. You know, this is my experience. I'm not the authority. I'm not saying this is the right way to go. I'm just right. saying this is one woman's journey. 
And if there's any information that is beneficial to anyone out there who has been diagnosed or knows someone who's going through it, then and if anyone can benefit, then that is reason enough for sharing this. It go, totally goes against my nature to do something like this because I have been very private. And But just by coming on the show, I wanted to demonstrate to myself and not only others that you're not alone. And whether it's breast cancer or any other type of challenge, um, which everybody in life has challenged, there's nothing to be ashamed about. Yes, it's a private sexual organ and it's very sensitive, but um, I just wanted to, I don't know, bring light to the fact that other other women go through this and it's nothing to be ashamed about. Well, that's a, a great point to bring up as well. And um, mm-hmm. and it's and it's true, and that's why we're all here on the program today. But especially you, um, I, you know, my as I mentioned to you, I have deep gratitude for you uh, to you for sharing your story with us. So, did you do? Yes. Tell us about what you did, and then let's talk about the uh, uh, the customized chemo that you're doing. Sure, oh. absolutely. Um, when I was first diagnosed in January of 2007. Um, I was I was very fearful of the western of western modalities. Um in fact, I I did everything I could to avoid um going the western route. Um so what I did at first is I began researching, I reached out to um a friend of ours um who is into raw food. I I did a, a 100% raw diet for about 6 months. Um, so I, uh, and then finally after nine months, I decided to have a lumpectomy. Um, uh-huh. And during that time, I began discovering and researching and finding out about all different modalities um, in the alternative world. Um, I began to explore um, homeopathy, acupuncture, tai chi, qigong, um, Reiki, I did various cleanses, and really since the lumpectomy up until um, last May, I I didn't, uh, you know, I basically followed a holistic route. Um, and I believe that all those modalities were beneficial to me. Um, you know, I cleansed my liver, I, you know, did actually various liver cleanses and acupuncture, and I have no doubt that it it strengthened my system um, Mm -hmm. greatly. And, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, And I also started doing some emotional work. um, And uh, and then I reached a point last May where things kind of escalated and I had to do something more aggressive. Well, you know, you make a good point there, Marie, because had you, everything happens for a reason. So along your journey, you decided to, you know, kind of go the alternative path. And like you said, you did a lot of cleansing and you you almost prepped your body for doing this customized chemotherapy. Yes, that's in a, in how a I way. feel. That's how I yeah. feel it was. Is so that, let me know, just, um, mm-hmm. oh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. No, go ahead. I, I quit coffee and I thought it would take away from my jumpiness, but <laughs> good for you. Good for you. Yes, it's like two weeks. But That's anyway, um, <laughs> it's, 
what happens is um, the the doctor here in New York uh, takes um, a biopsy uh, of the tumor and, from surgery, and then uh, that is then sent to your doctor on the West Coast, and then he takes and tests various different chemo drugs on the tumor. Right. Is that yeah. my Am I explaining it correctly, or? Um, yeah, that's pretty much accurate. Yeah. yeah so this um, this past May, I um, I needed to do something, and I actually found um, had a friend who was going through a very similar journey, and who found this particular doctor who does does very targeted chemotherapy, and it's called um, chemosensitivity and resistance arrays, or CSRAs. And you're right, it's um, he takes a, a biopsy. Um, mine was just, you know, in it wasn't in an operating room or anything. It was just, you know, they numb you, and then he took about 30 samples of the tumor, uh, you know, wow. which was easily accessible because it's breast cancer, so it's right there. Um, for deeper-seated, you know, cancer, um, I believe it may be more difficult, but I know that he deals with other with many other types of cancers, but I can't really speak to to those cancers. But for me, um, he took a biopsy right there in his office and just numbed it. Wow. Um, and he took about like 30, 30 samples. <laughs> um, and what he does is he he keeps them live. So they're fresh cells, and he keeps them live, meaning I, uh, I believe what standard process is is um, when they take the biopsy, they put the cells in formaldehyde right, to preserve them. But this doctor keeps them live and sen- then sends them to out to California and Huntington Beach where they actually keep them alive. So they're called fresh fresh samples, fresh tumor. Uh-huh. And then you're right, they... they um, test a variety of chemotherapies on those particular cells because um which makes sense to me because each person is individual and uh-huh. so are the cancer cells. So you know what And there's a lot less less wear and tear than on the person's body. I mean they don't have to be the person that they're experimenting on and all that toxicity uh-huh. is kind of funneling through their bodies. Absolutely. Instead of saying, well, this cancer responds best to such and such drug based on a clinical trial, they say, well, this particular tumor from your body responds to these drugs, which we have tested on those very cells from your body. And how are you doing with that? How are you doing with the chemo? You know, knock on wood, so far I'm I'm about three months into it. Uh Um, I'm doing really well. I mean, I... I just went on a trip by myself to the Bahamas <laughs> where I swam with, you know, snorkeled for an hour. And the I captain. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I swam with the captain. Um, it really hasn't been debilitating. Um, I am I'm also doing a combination, you know, an integrative approach. I'm also doing acupuncture, I'm taking some Chinese herbs, which are supposed to counteract the effects of the chemo. Um, I'm taking this supplement called PolyMVA, which is um, it's like a palladium lipoic acid, and it's this amazing complex of like palladium, B vitamins, 
which is really supposed to support the liver, assist in detoxing the liver. Um, it's supposed to enhance your white blood cells, and they've done studies on people who have incorporated this supplement while doing chemotherapy, and it really has had great results. So That's I'm amazing. doing a lot of things to assist my body during, you know, through it. I've lost most and of now, my hair. <laughs> but, uh-huh. you know. Well, but I saw you. You have that Mia Farrow do. You look fabulous. <laughs> You're like a young Mia Farrow and Rosemary's baby. Um, I love the way your hair looks, actually. Oh, but thank um, you so much. Yeah. You can't, with a face like yours, Marie, there's not too much you can do, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> to, yeah, so, I mean, my worst that. fear was that it was going to be extremely debilitating and that I'd be very very sick. But I also think that um, with the targeted chemo, since it's so specific to your type of cancer, to your very yeah. cells, that um, they that less chemotherapy is needed. Right. So, you know, because um, they know what works and uh-huh. they give it, they give it to you in the doses needed, um, so I think it's less taxing. Of course, I haven't tried the other other types of chemotherapy. I can just speak to to what I'm going through now. But I what believe, you're going through. But it sounds like the, yeah. the perfect combination of both things. You know that you're honoring your desire to kind of you know put healthy things into your system, and yet you still need something a little stronger that's going to target the cancer. So it really does sound like the perfect combination of things and that you can also have, like, mental freedom and and feel good about the process instead of having fear over what it's doing to your body. So congratulations to you for being in this place. Now, I know I can't believe there's, like, just a few minutes left, but tell us uh, briefly, if you can, about the energy work that you're doing because that sounded pretty fascinating, too. Oh, yes. Well, you know, I think that, um, uh, you know, there's a physical, obviously there's a physical aspect to illness, and but I believe that, you know, we are beings in mind, body, and spirit. And um, so the emotional work, I believe, is a huge component of illness. And I think that illness is a great indicator. It's kind of the universe, like, pointing a big arrow in, in terms of the location of your body, saying, you need to look here. What does um, you know? What do breasts represent, and um, how are you out of balance in this way? And I believe the illness is a final manifestation of you know, and in some kind of disharmony over a long period of time. Uh-huh. Um, and um, so the emotional work is really it's through Children of Light, and um, they're. Uh, practitioners who are just really knowledgeable about emotional uh, emotional work, the emotions and the impact they have on our physical body and just so much information that they have. And um, for me, it's really been a safe place to go and explore that. Um, and it's and true because if energy gets blocked in the body, that's the, that's the kind of opening the door for cancer to get in or right. illness to get in. Yeah, in, illness to manifest. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, wow. And so, in order to you know to unblock those places, um, you need to start get the energy moving, and emotions are energy, and so you know it's it's a, definitely a process. Um, but I, I feel, and there are certainly so many modalities out there. This is the one that has has um, felt right for me. Great. Um, and you know, if people want more information, they can go to childrenoflight.com. Um, 
So, yeah. And they, they also teach Reiki classes and energy. and So it's been very beneficial. And they go on, I, I, I just looked them up, and they also take these fabulous trips where they yeah. go to these kind of sacred sites and have ceremonies and do all these fabulous things. Which Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to Egypt with them a few years ago. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. That, mm-hmm. So, um, but yes, I would, I, I, you know, I know that we only have a few minutes, but I just want to Yeah, well, we may reiterate. go, like, let me just... Let me just uh, tell folks, we may go like a minute or two over so because this is important information, and I, I want to make sure Marie gets out with the messages that she wants to share with everyone. And right. so I'm sorry, what and were you saying? If anybody needs more information, then please, you know, contact yourself or however to get a hold of me, and, and I'd be happy to provide it. Um, Absolutely. You could send us emails at gobehindthecurtain.com. I'll make sure that Marie gets all of your, you know, I'll forward all of your emails uh, that you send or your questions to Marie, and uh, she will follow up on it right away. Um, Marie, it's been amazing to have you on the program. I am in, again, deep gratitude for you sharing your story with us. I'd like to dedicate this show to three women who courageously battle cancer and are no longer with us. Viola Farrell, Marie Capabianco, and Priscilla Kinney. Your spirit lives on. And a special thanks to Andrew Capabianco, my intern, for all this, his hard work this week. Next week, we'll be, we will be back with our second part of the Breast Cancer Awareness and Empowerment Series, Reclaim Your Life, Two Breast Cancer Survivors. I'm Kari Williams of Investigating Life, and Hope Nemiroff, the Executive Director of Breast Cancer Options, will be here to share their pathway to healing. It's been a joy to be with you today. This is Kathy Barrett sending you a virtual hug from behind the curtain. I'll be back next week week and I hope you'll join me.